Time for our 360 round, and we'll focus on Snowflake and Workday after these cloud stocks reported earnings this week. Joining us right now, Derek Wood, senior analyst covering enterprise and software at Cowan, and Kevin Green, senior derivatives manager at Charles Schwab. Thank you both for being with us. Derek, I'll start with you, and, when, and we'll split them up. You know, we'll talk about, first we'll talk about Snowflake, but the truth of the matter is both of these names are down in a market that was higher, and there was some good news. I mean, uh, at least in part for Workday, a little more than Snowflake. I saw demand slow. Tell me a little bit, Derek, on your thoughts on Snowflake. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that both of these companies actually had signs of some macro slowdown. Snowflake talked about a couple customers that were fairly large in the consumer tech space that, that slowed down their consumption growth. And, uh, and and so there's definitely a little bit of impact from the macro, but at the end of the day, they still held their targets for the year. Uh, they're expecting over 60% growth and 15% and free cash flow margins. That's still best in class. Uh, and while there were a couple larger customers that did slow down, there's a lot of offset to that. And there was a lot of strong new customer generation. And this is still a company that is marching to uh, a, a much bigger company over time. We're looking for 10 billion in revenue and, and calendar 28 and, uh, and 3 billion in free cash flow. And that's a powerful model. There's little speed bumps along the way, but I think the long-term outlook is, is very strong. And the cash flow, I think, is, is a big story too. Just to finalize on this one here, Derek, you have an outperform rating on this on Snowflake, right? Yeah, that's correct. And going back to the um, to, to, to the cash flow, obviously profitability seems like it matters a lot more in this in this tape in this environment. And uh, if we look at three billion in cash and free cash flow in 2028, put a 30 times multiple on that, discount that back, uh, we'd get a stock price that's about double where it is today. So um, those are long-term targets that are endorsed by the company. They reiterated that earlier this week and um, certainly a, a, a compelling profile long term. Understood. Kevin, you're, what are you looking at when you look at the technicals on the Snowflake chart? Yeah, so I would say right now the technicals from a support area standpoint, looking at about the $100 range here uh, from a support resistance, $185. These are near-term support and resistance, by the way. These aren't uh, long-term, uh, but that uh, resistance area is also matching that 50-day simple moving average. So something to really try to keep in mind here. We're seeing an overall bounce in the equity markets. We're going to try to see if Snow can also uh, ride that wave up as well. But I kind of agree from a longer-term outlook standpoint, they're definitely having uh, – a pretty good uh, model here that they're growing. The operating, uh, the free cash flow that they're growing right now has just been, you know, astronomical. If they can continue that pace and they can also continue to grab uh, market share uh, from the others that are within the space, AWS, uh, MongoDB, things of that nature, there's definitely some upside. But right now, from a charting standpoint, it hasn't looked good for the last year. Mm, interesting. Okay. Um, Derek, you know, in your notes, you said Snowflake is making history, poised to be the fastest software company to reach a billion in revenue. Um, so there's a lot of really great things to happen going forward. In the meantime, when we compare what's going on with Workday, I will say while there were a lot of price target cuts on Workday, most of the analysts still kept their buys. Not so much on Snowflake. I, I saw price target cuts, but there were a lot of neutrals. Um, you know, what's the difference? Why, why do I see more buys recently for Workday. I mean, do you agree? Is that a buy in your realm too? 
Yeah, we have an outperform rating. I think there's a lot of buys on Snowflake, too, but I imagine that uh, the, the, the valuations on Snowflake got really high, and I'm sure that's a reason uh, why people were, were neutral. Um, I don't think people question the strength of the fundamentals. It was just the, the valuation. It's now trading at close to 10 times out year revenue. For a franchise name like Snowflake, I think, is certainly feeling like a bottom. But the, the valuation did get up to closer to 40 to 50 times last year. And, and I guess in hindsight, that was uh, a little ahead of its skis. On Workday, um, you know, this is certainly a more mature company. Um, and uh, they've certainly solidified a strong position in the HCM, the HR software and the financial software market. Uh, we know these markets are, are around. They've been around for a long time. They're large. And Workday's the, the you know, new kid on the block versus Oracle and SAP, uh, known to be a very innovative company and a, and a long growth runway ahead, too. Certainly not the kind of growth that Snowflake has, but durable 20% plus growth for quite a while. And um, I think that's what has you know, people comfort on, on this model for Workday. Yeah, and you said investors uh, may be questioning the reasons for some deals, but they're, they are modernizing and investing um, I guess for the future here with innovating innovation and, and systems, right, Derek? Quickly. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Again, HR, uh, ERP, financials, uh, they've really brought in the portfolio through some smaller acquisitions over the last several years, and uh, they're reaccelerating headcount growth. And uh, they also have a $10 billion, you know, longer term revenue target. And the valuation on this is about five times. Uh, out year revenue, and, and we think that's the floor too. They did talk about some pushouts and deals, some larger deals to the second half. These are big projects, but they sounded very confident that these would get done, and we're going to see a stronger second half in terms of uh, converting their backlog. Right, and then uh, Kevin, I know you were talking about the big macro picture and the global economic slowdown for both of these. I mean, you both have said there's been somewhat of a macro slowdown, but. Um, the market really trying to find the right place for both of these. Some final thoughts. I don't know if you um, also have a chart of Workday, but I know Snowflake was definitely something you focused on. Kevin? Yeah, I would say for Workday, a little bit of a different type of uh, animal here when you're talking about the stock. Uh, obviously, they have uh, a huge presence, in, especially for large cap companies handling HR issues and things of that nature. But one thing to kind of see, there is a little bit of a relationship when you see uh, unemployment rates and when you see job openings compared to Workday. So if we do see a little bit of a slowdown, that might also translate to stock. If we're looking at a chart, I'm looking at a support area of about $140, looking at a resistance area of $200. That support area of 140. That's right there towards the lows uh, during COVID as well. So that provides a nice area of support uh, to be able to test here in the near future. The 24-month subscription revenue backlog at 20.9% year over year, that was what they reported. Uh, if that continues to grow, that's going to be great for their outlook. But you do not want to see operating cash flow contracting right now as we do not have a technical that we confirmed as of yet. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. And Derek, I'll give you the final quickie thought here. I see Alteryx, Microsoft, ServiceNow, Workday. Any final quick thoughts on you know whether this group is time to get in? Uh, well, uh, we were at a, a, a trade show for ServiceNow this week, and demand sounded very good. I, I think that companies that are selling into large enterprise like Microsoft and ServiceNow, and even Alteryx. Um, 
there is not as much slowdown. I think where there's a little more question mark is, is uh, in, in Silicon Valley, tech startups, are they pulling back on spend? So you got to look at companies that are exposed there. But uh, that list that you just uh, named off, uh, they're all very enterprise focused. And um, we think demand is, is quite healthy there. Yeah, I, I liked all the details from, from uh, the inside scoop there, Derek. Thank you. Nice to see you both on this Friday. Have a beautiful weekend. Thank you very much. A great discussion here. Derek Wood of Cowan and Kevin Green of Charles Schwab. Thank you.